Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi guys! Thank you so much for having me again on Healing Journeys today. I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped it's Friday. Um, or maybe you're listening to this on another day, but it's a great day. It's super blessed. And thanks again for tuning in. Um, I'm excited for the word the Lord has given me for you. Um, and the title is The Healing Power of the Holy Spirit. The Healing Power of the Holy Spirit. And the best thing about this is that the Holy Spirit is in you. You already have the Holy Spirit. If you are a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit. You have the healing power already inside of you. And it's not only for you, but it's for the world, right? So if they, if they need healing, they can look to you. You have the power inside of you. So let me pray and, and let's get into it. Lord, I just thank you so much for your goodness. I thank you so much for your faithfulness. I thank you that you speak to us. I thank you that you um, sent the Holy Spirit and that you live in us. You dwell in us. I thank you, Lord, that you are for us and that you have counted us as worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank you guys again for tuning in. I'm excited about Jesus and all he has for us and and living in fullness and living in abundance and not lack. Um, So if you guys wanted to flip with me, I'm in the Passion Translation and I'm starting in Matthew 7, Matthew, I mean, I'm sorry, Matthew 8. I just wanted to read one verse from Matthew 7 that I thought was really good. So it's Matthew 7, 28, but it says, um, by the time Jesus finished speaking, the crowds were dazed and overwhelmed by his teaching because his words carried such great authority, quite unlike their religious scholars. I love that. It says, because his words carried such great authority. And I wrote down myself a little note and it says, your words, your words carry such great authority. Why? Because Jesus went to heaven and he sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's in you. Now you can command that mountain to move in your life. You have the authority inside of you, living inside of you. So you can command your mountain and it has to move. Because his words carried such great authority, quite unlike their religious scholars. And I could just picture you guys this week and and this weekend as you're speaking to your friends and your family. They're just sort of in awe of what you have to say because they see that you are so filled with the Holy Spirit. So full of joy, so full of grace that your words are going to strike them and pierce them and show them the tangible love of Jesus. In the note section, it talks about that verse in the in the Passion Translation, and it says the Greek word used here, ekpleso, something like that, is a strong verb that means awestruck, filled with amazement, astonished, panic-stricken, something that takes your breath away, to be shocked, to expel, to drive out. Clearly, Jesus spoke with such glory and power, emanating, emanating, sorry, from him that his words were like thunderbolts in their hearts. May we hear his words in the same way today. And that the amazing thing is that you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you today. You can speak those words. It goes on. This it just keeps getting better. The the word is so powerful and it's so good. Matthew eight verse one Jesus heals a leper. Jesus heals you. 
It says, after he came down from teaching on the hillside, massive crowds began following him. Suddenly, a leper walked up to Jesus and threw himself down before him in worship and said, Lord, you have the power to heal me if you really want to. And I feel like so many times that's our question. We're like, oh, of course, I know the Lord can heal you. I know the Lord can heal me, but are you willing, Lord? Are you willing? It says, if you really want to, Lord, I know you can. And this is the Lord's answer. And this is the Lord's answer to you too. This is what he has to say to you too. Verse three, it says, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the leper and said, of course, I want to heal you. That's the word for you. Of course I want to heal you. In fact, 2,000 years ago, he went to a cross so that you could be healed today, so that you could live in divine health today, so that you could live in divine protection today, divine provision. Everything you need has been provided. It says, of course, I want to heal you. Be healed. Be healed. And now you have the authority, the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Now you can go out and you can heal the sick and you can raise the dead. It says, and instantly all signs of leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus said to him, don't speak to anyone, but go at once and find a priest and show him what has happened to you. Make sure to take the offering Moses commanded so they can certify your healing. I love that. It says instantly, instantly. He is such a good father. He is so faithful instantly. Of course, I want to heal you. Be healed instantly. All signs of leprosy disappeared. It's so good. He's such a faithful father. He's willing to heal you. He's willing to reach you where you're at. He's willing to come down and touch your body. I love him. It's just, it's making me think of the woman with the issue of blood, right? So many times I feel like we compare ourselves to the woman with the issue of blood who, who comes and touches Jesus. I know that when I was sick, I was like, man, if only I could touch Jesus, I know I would be healed but Lord, you're there and I'm here. And so now what? And I just feel like the Lord spoke so gently to me. Hey, Allison, you're comparing yourself to the wrong person. Now people are coming to you to get healed. You're the one with the power. You have the power inside of you. You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. People should be coming to you, touching you and receiving, receive healing from you from the Holy Spirit power in you. So just know that, hey, you don't have to touch Jesus. Jesus came and he touched you. Jesus came and he has now sent the Holy Spirit to dwell inside of you. It's such good news. And so that was Matthew 8, really one of my favorites. And now we're gonna flip over to John 14. And this is the thing that the Lord has really been placing on my my heart. Just the power of the Holy Spirit in you, just to encourage you and he knew you were going through a storm, right? He knew that it was going to be hard. He knew that, you know, it, it wasn't going to be the easiest. And so he sent the Holy Spirit to be in you and to comfort you. Something in, that I have been thinking about is just that the Holy Spirit gives you words, right? Um, just for instance, he, he speaks to you. I remember this one time. It was really late at night and I was in New York and I had a rental car and I needed to go to Connecticut to get my actual car. Then I was going to stay there overnight. And I just remember I got into my car in New York, the rental car, and I was driving to Connecticut 
and it was pretty late. It was, I don't know, maybe 11 or so. And I just kept hearing the Holy Spirit, hey, turn around, just stay the night in New York, get your car tomorrow, turn around, turn around. And the farther I got, the more I, I heard the Holy Spirit say, hey, turn around, turn around, go tomorrow, go tomorrow, rest in New York, stay in New York, go tomorrow. And so finally I listened, I turned around, I stayed in New York. And then the next day I went and got my car in Connecticut and come to find out my car was dead. I needed a jump start. And I'm just saying, if I would have gotten to Connecticut at what, 2 a.m., 1 a.m., it would have been really annoying and much more difficult to find a friend in Connecticut to jumpstart my car. But it just so happened that when I got there the next day, it was perfect timing. My friend was able to just come. We were able to spend time together. She jumpstarted my car and all was well. And it's just, it's a little thing. But the point is that you hear the Holy Spirit. You hear the Lord's voice. You know his voice. And he's leading you. He's guiding you. He's protecting you. He's getting you to the right place at the right time. We are, we are so fortunate to have the Holy Spirit in us. And I also think something great is that he'll give you glimpses of your future, right? And maybe he'll give you a word through another person, a prophecy into your life, and it'll, it'll confirm what you already know in your heart. But um, I just know, you know, being bald, it's like, hey, I had I had all of these words and they were like, hey, you're going to have long hair and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to be on stage speaking to people about the love of Jesus. And I remember thinking, hey, I'm, I'm bald. This is incurable. And I, I am so afraid to public speak. There's no way I'm going to be on stage speaking to people. I was so ashamed and so afraid and I was so sick. <laughs> there was just no chance of this happening. But I just remember I had so many people come up to me and prophesy that over my life over and over again shout out to Erin thank you so much Erin Kirby she would always continuously she still does tell me hey you're gonna you're gonna change the world you're gonna speak to nations and you know sometimes it doesn't look like that right it doesn't feel like that but the Holy Spirit speaks to you and maybe he is sending other people to speak into your life and to give you a glimpse of your future so that when you go through the storm you can take it you can handle it and you could speak to the storm with your authority and calm the waves, right? Makes me think of Jesus and how Jesus um, was asleep on the boat during this storm. He was sleeping and the storm is raging around the disciples and it's raging around this boat and Jesus is just sleeping. He's at rest. And you see, the disciples were freaking out instead of taking their authority and calming the storm. They were freaking out, right? But the thing is, before that happened, Jesus already said to the disciples, hey, let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. Our mission isn't done yet. Your life isn't over yet. It's not over. He said, let's go to the other side. And then on the way to the other side, the storm comes and they think they're going to die and they're so afraid. But really believe the word of the Lord. Believe what he has to say over your life. And man, maybe you've never had someone come up to you and prophesy over your life. Well, I'm going to prophesy over you right now. And this is what the Lord has to say. I have good plans for you. I love you. I count you as worthy. You are my beloved and healing power is readily available to you. I have given you authority to command mountains to move. So take your authority and you command that mountain to, to move in your life. I have big plans for you. I have blessings in store for you today. I love you. Look at me. Trust me. 
Trust me, watch as the storm calms around you. Watch as you walk in abundance and no lack in Jesus' name. This is what the Lord has to say to you. I love you. I love you. I am for you and you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. Okay, so let's just keep going. And also, though, something I wanted to add is maybe you haven't had someone prophesy over your life besides that one. But um, with the... What the word is, is that's that's for you. So take a verse and stand on that verse. Even if you don't see it, you don't see the solution to the problem you're going through, stand on the word by your stripes. I am healed. You have plans to prosper me and not to harm me. You have good plans for my life. You came to bring life and life abundantly. I'm standing on your promises. I am the righteousness of Christ. I am worthy. I am known by God. I am loved by God. My youth is renewed in Jesus' name. I have more than enough. Stand on his promises. Know that you will come through this storm and you will be better and stronger and and more beautiful and, and everything is going to work out for your good and for his purpose. Okay, so um, we are in, thank you for following along. We are in John 14. I'm gonna head to verse 15. I love this, the Holy Spirit, the healing power of the Holy Spirit in you. Verse 15, it says, loving me empowers you to obey my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another savior. And this is a prophecy, right? This says Jesus prophesies about the Holy Spirit. He gave us, he told us the Holy Spirit's going to come, going to dwell in you. You're going to have the power in you. But it says 16 and 17, and I will ask the father and he will give you another savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend, just like me, a friend you have a friend. You are not alone. You have a friend. And he will never leave you. I think of the world and and just they're so lonely, right? Maybe you feel so lonely. Tap into that power, the Holy Spirit power in you. Know that you're not alone. You have a friend. He's going to lead you to, to other friends. He's going to lead you to the right church. He's going to lead you to the right job. He is a good father and he sent the Holy Spirit to lead you. It says the Holy Spirit of truth who will be to you a friend just like me and he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. That is a worldly thing, right? You have to see it to believe it. We don't have to see it to believe it. I don't have to see the Holy Spirit in me to know that the Holy Spirit is in me, right? I remember when I got healed, I really got a revelation of healing. I was driving in the car and I, I just got this revelation that, hey, I know I'm healed. I went off medication. My hair started growing back. But when I first received the revelation, I did not see hair on my head. I would, I would guess, I mean, I had such a revelation that I was healed that it didn't matter if I saw it or not. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I'm just saying... I don't know how long it took. I, I would assume that my hair just started growing back naturally. I guess it was within a couple months. It had grown. But the thing is, the world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. Hey, we don't have to see it to believe it. We know it. We know it. You, Your hair is growing. You are blessed. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. You are forgiven and you are redeemed. 
Your bank account is full to overflowing. You have more than enough. You are blessed and you are highly favored. Favor surrounds you like a shield. I don't have to see it to believe it. I know it's done. I know you're good to me. But you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside of you. And the note section is what really got me. I love the note section in this Bible. But it says um, the notes for, for 16 and 17. And forgive me about these Greek words, but the Greek word alos means another of the same kind. As Jesus is the savior from the guilt of sin, you do not need to feel guilty because you have been redeemed, been considered, you are now considered righteous. The Holy Spirit is the savior who saves us from the power of sin by living through us in fullness. The Savior lives in you. The Savior lives in you. When you walk into the room, the atmosphere should change. You walk with authority, with power. Light comes on. When you walk into the room, things change. The storm has to stop, has to cease. Speak to it. Speak to the mountain. Command it to move. You have the authority. You have the Savior living inside of you. It goes on to say, the Greek word here is parakletos, a technical word that could be translated defense attorney. He's your defender. He is your defender. It means one call to stand to you as a helper. He's your helper. He's your defender. You don't have to go and defend yourself, right? You have the Holy Spirit who is defending you. He's way better at it. So you can just forgive, let it go, and watch the Holy Spirit go to work. It means one call to stand next to you as a helper. Various translations have rendered this counselor, comforter, advocate, encourager, intercessor, or helper. Do you need a counselor? Do you need comfort? The Holy Spirit is there for you. He's your advocate. He's encouraging you right now. He sent me to encourage you and he's sending you to encourage others with the power of the Holy Spirit. He's your intercessor. He's your helper. And I think this just reminds me of speaking tongues, praying tongues, watch how the Holy Spirit is praying through you and you're praying these perfect prayers. It goes on to say, however, none of these words alone are adequate and fall short in explaining the full meaning. This translation has chosen the word savior for it depicts the role of the Holy Spirit to protect, defend, and save us from ourselves and our enemies. He's saving you from yourself and your enemies. I love that part. It says um, to save us from ourself. And I just think that's funny because alopecia universalis and probably something some somebody who's listening maybe it's an autoimmune disease your body is literally attacking itself well we rebuke that right now in jesus name your body is coming in line with the word of god you are healed and you are whole and your body is functioning perfectly in jesus name but it says and save us from ourself he's saving you from yourself your body is working perfectly and your enemies and he will keep us whole and healed. Healing isn't just for today, it's forever. You're whole and you are healed in Jesus' name. He is the one who guides and defends and comforts. Keep in mind that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ, our Savior. The Savior of the world. 
Um, it's taken from two root words, to finish or to save, um, to, which means the curse. What a beautiful word picture. The Holy Spirit comes to end the work of the curse. You have been redeemed from the curse. Galatians 3.13. He died on a cross so that you could be redeemed. Um, the work of the curse in our lives and save us from its every effect. Sickness is an effect of the curse. You do not have to live under that curse anymore. You've been saved from the curse. I'm so sorry. My dog is being so annoying today, <laughs> but you got to love her. But you have been saved from the curse. It also means a redeemer who ends the curse a redeemer who ends the curse. You have been redeemed from the curse of sickness. I command you to leave right now in Jesus' name. You are healed and you are whole and you are living in plenty in Jesus' name. I'm just, I'm pumped for the future. I know sometimes it's hard. It's hard to look at, to look at the word and to look at Jesus when the storm is just raging around you, but I know that it's possible. I see it in my family right now. My, my dad... <laughs> is going through some things and just watching him look at Jesus through it is so encouraging and it's so incredible and I'm inspired. It's amazing and I just know that it's possible, you guys. So whatever it is that you're dealing with, I know it might be really hard, but I know our Savior and I know how good our Savior is and I know that he loves you and he has good things for you and I just keep thinking of the Romans that we read last week, the spoils of the enemy. You're taking it all back, everything you lost, and it's going to be better than it ever was. So whatever's been taken from you, you know, if it's your health, if it's finances, we're taking it all back, but more, but better. You're coming out of this situation that you are in stronger, financially blessed, everything in abundance, everything that you need, you're coming out better. I think of Gideon and the army that he was in front of that he was facing and it looked impossible and what's exciting about this is is the lord didn't just make him go in right the lord gave him a word first he went into the camp and he heard them and he realized that they were afraid of gideon's little tiny army they were afraid of Gideon. The Lord gave Gideon a word. And the Lord is giving you a word today. You are healed. I have good plans for you. I love you. I have plans to prosper you. And I mean, I don't know if you know the ending of this story, but Gideon goes in and he takes the land and he takes over and he gets the spoils of the enemy. And so it's just really exciting. It's really exciting news. And that's what I have for you guys today. And I'm, I'm so thankful to have been able to be a part of Healing Journeys today. It's, it's been exciting and it's been good. And thank you guys. And I just want you to know that the Lord is faithful and that he is good. He has good plans for you and he dwells in you. And the Lord gave you a word before the storm came that we're going to the other side. And that's his word for you today. We're going to the other side. You can sleep on the boat. And when the storm starts raging, you can take your authority and you can speak to it. And so know that you are blessed. And this is a good season. You are walking into the best season. It's a good season. So Lord, I just thank you so much for your faithfulness and for your goodness. I thank you that you are for us. I thank you that you love us. I thank you that you are a good father and we receive all you have for us today. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know if you have any questions. If you guys wanted to reach out, my website is www.theprettyboss.org. Um, yeah. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. 
If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes we are healed. God bless you.